Welcome to Whispers to My Future Self, where warmth meets wisdom. I'm your host, Courtney Raquel, extending a cozy invitation for you to grab your favorite brew, settle into a comfy spot, and embark on a journey to become the lead character of your story. Join me as we prioritize your happiness and embrace life on your terms without reservation. Hey guys, I am so excited for this podcast, our first episode together. I created this podcast because so much of my life has changed in the past five years. The changes I've made have made an amazing impact on my life, and now I'm living a life I truly see for myself. I want to be able to help you make the changes necessary to become the lead character of your story. As I began my podcast journey, I decided to name my podcast Whispers to My Future Self because to me, my podcast embodies a sense of guidance for our future selves. It prompts a moment of reflection where we consider who we are, where we want to go, and how to get there while remembering this will benefit our future. I'm taking the time now and putting in the work to be the best version of myself for my future so I can live my best life. This podcast is a chance for me to continue learning and growing while hopefully helping others do the same. I get so much joy in helping others when someone tells me that I've done something or said something that's helped them or resonated with them. It just makes my entire day. So I wanted to take this episode to explain to you guys where I'm coming from, how I got to living this way of life. I know for years and years, I would wake up and just go blindly through the day with no intentions. It would just, basically, I'd let the day take me wherever it was going to take me. I would wake up in the morning to the dreaded alarm going off, and I was 100% the person who had it down to the minute of how late I could sleep in and still get to work on time. I didn't really have any morning routine, just the basics. I would minimize that as much as possible so I could get in, even if it was just three more minutes of sleep. I'd, you know, throw some water on my face, I'd brush my teeth, and I'd rush out the house, maybe stop for a coffee. But other than that, it was just going to work and getting through the week so I could enjoy the weekend. I would make plans and have fun on the weekends. I'd enjoy time with family and friends. I'd go places and do new things. But during the week, it was basically just work. And then I started to notice that even my weekends became less about enjoying life and more about adulting. And I felt dread. I felt, why is my life just feeling like work? This isn't what I want my life to look like. And this really isn't a way to live because I'm just rushing through my life and I'm missing so much. So I began to feel I was not living my life with much purpose. And I even kind of started to lose sight of my goals. So I realized I wasn't happy and I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I wasn't waking up with joy or excitement for the days the way that I should. And I started to just feel like I was going through the emotions. So at this point, I knew I needed to make some changes. I am in control of my life, so it doesn't need to be this way. So I started doing a lot of self-reflection. I was looking at what I wanted to change and how I would need to do it. I was more real and vulnerable with myself, which meant recognizing some of the issues I struggled with and how to work through them. I think sometimes it's hard for us to admit what we feel aren't the best aspects of ourselves. But if you can just be kind to yourself instead of beating yourself up, you can just acknowledge where you need to grow and work on bettering yourself. So I started seeing a therapist, which was honestly really helpful. I went to her with these set intentions in what I want to get out of our sessions. 
I already knew the parts of me that I wanted help working through. So we focused on a few main things that I had continued to struggle with for some time. So we talked about boundaries because I personally have trouble setting healthy boundaries. I know to really begin living a life for myself and one I felt good about, I needed to know how to make healthy boundaries so that I had the time to focus on my growth. I think a lot of people probably have trouble setting healthy boundaries. It can be challenging to find that balance of giving ourselves the time for self-care while also having relationships. I find that even in the beginning when I started to try to set boundaries, I would set them and then I would immediately take them back because I felt discomfort in setting them. It felt wrong to me and I didn't feel like I was being a good friend or family member. So I worked a lot on this and it took some time, but in future podcast episodes, we'll definitely discuss boundaries and how to set them. I also dug into how I love helping others, but to what extent that I go to and how that hasn't been allowing adequate time to focus on myself. Because a lot of the times I would feel drained by the end of the day and I didn't have much left to give which wasn't allowing me the energy to make big changes in my life. So I had to learn how to honor my desire to please others because I'll never want to stop making people happy. It brings a lot of joy to me, but I just need to find a balance so that I could have the time and energy for self-improvement as well. That's something I can't wait to go over with you guys. We'll definitely go more in depth in the future because I know that there are other people pleasers out there who probably struggle with this as well. So I'll go over with what worked for me and what areas I struggled with so I can help you guys navigate this quicker and smoother. I also realized I needed to have more confidence in my decisions. I didn't realize I was lacking that, but a lot of the time when making decisions, I'd seek validation or I'd go to friends and family, maybe just to tell them what I was thinking. And the issue with that was I would let their own personal feelings and thoughts and experiences completely affect my decision and my confidence to decide for myself. So I knew that I needed to work on that as well, which has been a really big game changer for me. Around the time of doing therapy, I also stumbled upon an article for highly sensitive people, which I've always considered myself a sensitive person, but I'd never heard this term before. And so I did some research and found that highly sensitive people make up roughly 15 to 20% of people. HSPs have a higher rate of sensitivity to the world around them. They're deeply attuned to their external environment and the feelings and needs of others. So as I read this article and other articles, it really resonated with me. And it was a turning point because the way I see it, being highly sensitive, it doesn't define me but it was exciting and validating for me at the same time. It helped make sense of some of my thoughts and feelings and why I struggle with certain situations that other people don't. And learning more about highly sensitive people and how they process things and emotions, this helped me understand why I really had a hard time with setting boundaries. It explained to me the depth of how I love pleasing others and why I struggle with creating a healthy balance of pleasing others and taking care of myself. It's showed me how with being an empath, I can easily absorb people's emotions or energy, which now I realize is why I struggle to be around negative people. It would consume me and just lower my vibrations. 
So for me, learning about highly sensitive people was enlightening and has become a tool to help me in better learning how I can handle tough situations while also respecting who I am and how I feel. So as I began working on learning how to switch some of my mindsets, I began to acknowledge with the lack of time I currently felt, self-care was the first thing that I'd pushed to the side, thinking it wasn't a necessity. But there's so much importance to self-care. As I found that I started creating healthy boundaries, slowing down, making more time for myself, then I did have the time. I had time to focus on self-care. And at first, I kind of felt like, well, now what? You know, there's a ton, there's tons of things that I'd like to do, but it just didn't come too naturally to me, I guess, because I never really put the time into self-care. I didn't really even know where to start. So that's something that I want to help you guys with, help you find what's important to you, help you find the self-care that works for you and helps you start that pathway. Because I do think that once you make the time for yourself, you're going to realize what a big difference that brings to your life. We are going to discuss embracing your uniqueness and creating a life that aligns with your dreams. I've had a lot of time for self-discovery and self-care, and it's truly helped me begin molding my life into how I imagined it to be. So I want to help you deep dive into your self-discovery so you can learn how to live a life that resonates with you. Once I started the boundaries and just learning about myself and how to handle things differently and change my mindset and starting self-care, starting to kind of relearn myself, learn what I want from my life, it's it's been huge and honestly that was a that was a big change was kind of going, hey, what exactly do you want from your life? I've always had goals, ambitions, but really setting those intentions, getting really specific, that's been huge and it's it's been exciting and fun. And I think a lot of times we get so caught up just in those end goals that we miss the journey. That's part of it. That's that's our life. I want you guys to see that. Enjoy that. Enjoy those steps. Enjoy planning what you want, making those intentions. I think that's really important. I'm excited for us to go over things like that. I think just letting go a bit, letting go of the stress, the anxiety, how will things go? How will they work to get what I want? And just trusting it'll work out. It's been really freeing. It's a lot less complicated and stressful to just trust that things will work out for you. want to give you guys tips on how I've done that because it's hard not to stress over those things. I feel like it's a little bit natural for us as humans to to think into those things and worry and, you know, what do I have to do and how am I going to get there? I've got some thoughts on it and I can't wait to share them with you. I know for me, I've always needed to have control. You know, when I'm planning what I want, I want to know what I need to do. How am I going to get there? What does that look like? And I am the first one that would be a little hard on myself. And if it felt like it was a little bit outside the box or the norm, I don't know why, but I always just felt like, well, you can't have that. And I immediately off the gun would shoot it down not even realizing what a big impact that had. During this whole journey, I was living in a state that I wasn't really happy in. We had moved down to 
the beach in 2018 and then moved back up north to Pennsylvania. And it just, it wasn't really where I wanted to be. I loved the beach. I wanted to be by the water. During all this and COVID happening, an opportunity opened up with my job doing remote. And that gave me flexibility for where I could live. During all this transformation, self-discovery, you know, making decisions for myself, not needing other people to validate it, I started looking into moving back to the beach. I wanted that for myself. And there, you know, were some people that were unsure, you know, do you think you should move down there? You don't know anyone, just people caring about me. I completely understood where they were coming from, but I knew, I knew that's where I wanted to be. I definitely was going to miss my friends and family. I hate being away from them, but I just felt like that's what I needed was to be by the ocean. Just it calms me. It makes me happy. I started looking into it and this time I didn't shoot myself down. I imagined being back there. I imagined driving around with the windows down, smelling the salt in the air, hearing the waves, being happy at being bliss. Imagining that, and I started driving down here looking at places. It was during a time where the apartments were just skyrocketing, and I started to think, I I don't think this is the route. The typical me would have probably just kept trying to force that, trying to control the situation. Like, this is the only way. This is what has to happen. But I thought, why not look at houses? Why not consider that? And the old me would have been like, no, you you can't buy a house. It's just you. Like you, you don't, you can't do that. I remember when I wanted to tell the people that I cared about that I was going to look into that and I was worried how they'd react. I felt like they'd feel the same way I did. Like, no, you, you can't, you're not there yet. You can't buy a house by yourself. But I went about it a little bit differently. Instead of me coming into the conversation feeling not confident, feeling already shut down, I went into it like it doesn't hurt to look. You know, I figured why not consider this option? The apartments are high at this time and there's no harm in just looking around. When I went about it that way, the reactions went very well. People were very supportive, which was nice. I continued that journey. And what I did through this whole thing was I didn't stress it. Typically, I would have really been stressing it. How am I going to make this happen? How how will I find a house that I can afford? And I'd want to know all the details, all the how can I do it? What steps do I need to take? How do I make this happen? I usually, when I want something, I have to set, you know, all these steps and action plans and I question it, you know, but this time I just let it flow and I wasn't stressed because I took that time to just enjoy where my life was there instead of feeling that, you know, focal point like, okay, I want to move to the beach and I'm not going to be happy until I do. No, I felt like this is an awesome opportunity. I moved in with my mom and sister and I think it just let me feel a little bit less stressed because I thought, well, now I get to spend time with them. I love being around them. This is this is fun. This is great. It's it's like a bonus. I get to spend this time here with them and be around my friends and family while I look for a place. And 
what a difference that made. Instead of me being negative and stressed and anxious about finding a place, I wasn't. I enjoyed the time with my family and friends, and I enjoyed looking for a place, and things just unfolded really well. I wasn't worried about how it could happen. I just, I looked and I trusted that something would come along because I knew I was supposed to be down there. I I looked, I'd come down and see places, and then I found a spot. I found a neighborhood by the beach and a home that was being built, and I loved it. Everything from there just, it flowed well. And for once, I was like, this is this is how it's supposed to be. This is how you're supposed to go about setting goals and fulfilling your desires. It's not supposed to be a rush to the finish line. It's not supposed to be stressful and worrying yourself of how it's going to happen. It's about deciding what you want, trusting in it, and going with it, enjoying the journey, enjoying every moment along the way because it makes the ending all that much better. And when you get there, it's not this thing where it was taxing. It was great. I loved every moment of it. The last two years have been some of the best years I've had. I got to spend so much time with my mom and sister and dad and my friends and family. Then I got to move down here. I moved down in December and I had two weeks off to just unpack. And I remember everyone saying, you know, don't stress, unpacking takes time, but I enjoyed every minute of it. It was no stress. I would wake up excited to open another box and pull things out and find spots for them. And Harley was with me. And so me and her would go for walks all the time. The weather, I mean, it was nice down here. We we enjoyed being outside. We'd walk to the water from the house and we'd come back and we'd unpack more and, you know, we'd sit down in the evening and watch movies. And it, it was an amazing time. And once I got transitioned and settled here and unpacked, it was a breath of fresh air. Like this is my space and I get to live exactly the way I want. And it's been an amazing journey and I can't wait to see what happens next. That's why I'm so excited to do this podcast. I think it's going to be a great opportunity to keep growing and help you guys find that because I'm telling you, I thought I was a positive, happy person, but this is a whole nother side of me and it's amazing. I, I don't even know how to put it in words, but life is really good. I can't wait to share it with you. I can't wait to have more episodes and hear from you guys. So if this is something that resonated with you, I would love if you liked or followed the the podcast, share it with anyone that you think would have interest in it. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. I hope you have a great week, guys. 